guys, it's Jess here, and this is a very special teaser episode of Take Me to Coffee. We have some big news for you. We're moving to Tuesdays instead of Thursdays, mostly because Mondays are our day off in the theater. And so we know that people have lots of time to listen to podcasts on Mondays and Tuesdays. So in the interim, we didn't want to leave you without an episode. And we had recorded a little bonus content with our guest who will be coming out this upcoming Tuesday, Drew Ford, a.k.a. That Viola Kid, a.k.a. TVK. He's amazing. So we thought we'd drop that as a little teaser before you get the full deal on Tuesday. Uh, This is a pretty great little conversation we had. I had been listening to his podcast called the Faking Notes podcast. Check it out. And they got to talking about how Drew was a classical violist who had then taken up content creation right after he got out of college. Uh, And his buddy was asking him sort of what it was like to do that. And you know, when it became more of a job than fun. And I thought that was something that was really interesting and that we should talk about because I feel like myself and a lot of people I know are grappling with that question right now, right? As live artists in the theater or classical music or whatever it is, you know, do we take up making content and increasing our reach? How much time does that take up? Is it really something we love? enough to do because it's time consuming and all that good stuff. So this uh, teaser starts with a clip from his podcast where they were talking about that. And then he and I have a little chat. So I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to head over to TM2C podcast on Twitter to give us a follow and be sure to look out for new episodes starting next week, dropping every Tuesday. Bye. So I was gonna like yeah, yeah. I just want to take out my phone and get 15 seconds of this rehearsal or this practice, yeah. like 15 seconds of my favorite part of this fucking concerto or mm-hmm. this 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 the string quartet that I'm playing or the symphony that I'm playing, and it was just me and my phone. As soon as I started adding cameras and stuff to it, as soon as I brought it the production level up. Oh. It like stopped being fun because it wasn't because it's a lot of work. Moment. It's a lot of work, and then it's like, is it even worth it? Like you lose the fun of the experience after you capture. I think this is an important conversation to have for kids that are coming out of college and are thinking about going this route that you know you and I have gone with our work. Yeah. So, like, walk yeah. me through. Like, what happened when it wasn't feeling fun anymore? Did you ever get back to it? Like, where are you now? All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it was fun because I was learning and I was growing, but it, it, it then I, I, I hit that cruise contract and I was mm-hmm. out of commission, didn't really have any good uh, Wi-Fi for like four and a half months. I couldn't mm-hmm. be posting twice a day, every day, right. like right. I was. And so I lost the connection with my audience in a bit. In in a little while, in a little way, and I also mm-hmm. stopped growing, and so I wasn't really making money. And this was back mm-hmm. when I was in New York. Uh, I had been grinding, grinding, grinding because I wanted to make money from this thing that I had sunk f- four years of my life into uh, mm-hmm. every single day. Like in the first two and a half, three years of me making content, I was spending eight hours a day on Instagram only. Wow liking commenting and this is before they bots and stuff i was just liking and commenting as many photos as or piece of content that you've liked i've probably liked twice as many 
Absolutely. I don't have any I, patience I, I to do it. that. None. I guarantee it. Oh, I would be, but it was fun because everybody's super creative and they were trying to do right. really cool, quirky things. And I think it's starting to happen again. And what's cool is like people are now, they actually admire it. Whereas before they're making fun of it. Mm. But I think that time when I, I realized I rediscovered when I was on the ship, I rediscovered my love of learning. Mm-hmm. And also like interpersonal relationships because mm-hmm. I was very lonely. Mm-hmm. I uh, I couldn't hang out at the gig afterward. I had to get home so I could edit and put this yeah. video on YouTube yep. or I had to edit this Instagram story because I wanted to be the only classical musician on Instagram that was making highly cinematic stories mm-hmm. every single day because why not? I wanted to keep growing. I wanted to keep uh, branding myself. I still wanted to like keep getting better at editing and what better way to do that than to have this like kind of insta vlog mm-hmm. you know where you just shared the mundane the mon- the mundane aspects of your life but had to mm-hmm. make it interesting mm-hmm. so it taught me a lot about videography and content creation and storytelling and i've learned that that is a passion of mine i think that's seeping into my performance now i now do mm. a lot of uh educational performances mm. where i what does that uh, mean yeah. So I just recently at Spivey Hall, I was doing a residency there where I would visit different schools, uh, elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools, and perform and talk about music to them, and cool. and and just kind of like answer the questions, teach them how to do vibrato. But my main point was in a kids' concert, a young people's concert. Yeah. Uh, the morning, like last Friday morning, and I taught them about dissonance, but yeah. not just dissonance in music, but dissonance in life and oh. why it's important. Come and why on. You should, why you should lean amazing. into dissonance and why yes. it's, it makes you better and stronger and grow more than if you just sat in consonance all the time. Totally. So I tried to deliver that to them with Hindemith, by the way. I played a Hindemith vo- viola, oh solo viola sonata. The yeah. most dissonant thing you could think of, right? It doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. Even if you what play they, it right, it's they like, think? they thought it was awesome. They wanted me to rap more though. I didn't rap. Of course. <laughs> I should have, I should have rapped more. So I learned yeah. my lessons. I'm still learning. See, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, rap. Exactly. I didn't give the kids what they wanted. <laughs> more you know? acquiring of skills coming at you. <laughs> and that's, and that's something I wanted to touch on is my, I'm finding my love and wonder for content creation to come back because it, it left mm-hmm. because it was a job and I had been doing the same thing essentially for five years, mm-hmm. sitting a camera down, playing for it, editing it, putting it online. That's mm-hmm. That can only be so exciting for so long. I wanted more diversity in my content. Mm-hmm. I wanted to figure out how to be a funnier person, a, a better mm-hmm. content creator. That's why I'm taking improv. But mm-hmm. I discovered hip hop and this is a way I can musically discover and grow and deliver content that is going to appeal to a wider audience. I want to appeal to a wider audience. I don't want to be the, uh, I want to be more like a Leonard Bernstein or mm-hmm. a Bill Nye or a Neil deGrasse Tyson, where I'm mm-hmm. a communicator of music to people as well as a practitioner mm-hmm. uh, and be able to level with people and get them interested in the stuff that I think is some of the most touching art on the planet. Yeah. So that makes me curious, like when you were in the middle of all the content creating the first time around, mm-hmm. like what's your relationship to the, the, the actual music making side of it? Does it wane and ebb like the actual, you know, playing of the viola, the, the being the artist, the generative artist part of it, that's not all the surrounding content. Like, mm-hmm. did you ever feel 
frazzled being pulled in those two directions and having to do two different hats so well i don't know just yeah what was your relationship like with it i think it worked because i i couldn't really keep a girl in my life so (laughs) i I didn't i had a lot of free time and a lot of money to spend on myself yeah so but that's also i need more balance i'm a libra so i realized that you know i i but be that as it may, I wasn't able to practice as much as I needed to or mm. wanted to, to continue to grow, to continue to become a better version of myself. Mm-hmm. And that also hurt me is that I was really wanting to get better at my instrument, but I graduated. So I don't have a teacher anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really practice that much anymore. So it's like, how am I going to get better? I've recently been trying to make content, but I like practicing more. So I've been practicing a lot right? and I haven't been awesome. posting a lot. <laughs> and I, I think I've, like I've got, I think I've leaped and gotten better, and that's why I'm going to be taking this audition as well because I want to continue yeah. to get better. I think that yeah. it's, there's no way that it doesn't make you better. And I think if I want to make totally. more money, I got to get better. I got to keep getting better. I keep got to keep. I got to learn how to improv. I got to learn how to do jazz. I got to learn how to do hip hop, so I can be hired to do those things too. Because right now, yeah. all I can do is play viola. I want right. to also be able to write songs for people. And then make mm-hmm. royalties from that. I want to be able to write string parts for people. I want to be able to contribute on movie scores. I want to mm-hmm. write music that, like Kendrick Lamar, Anderson yeah. Park, they're writing movies. They're writing music for movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's still their brand, it's still right. their type of music. Right. They don't have to dumb themselves down or change themselves. They still get to express themselves. That's, that's music. That's it's just a se- it's seasons, right? Like it's, it's the same for the same reason. I imagine that you didn't. You just it, for a time you weren't a orchestra like do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. This feels like seasons in your life. There was a season yeah. in which you're like 100 percent into the content creation and learning and acquiring that skill, and now like things are ebbing another way, and you're practicing a lot, right? Like, mm-hmm. which I I feel I think we've talked about this on here before. Like, I think people, young people, old people, nope, everybody. I'm not old, but whatever, uh, for the record. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're uh, old at all. I was like, who are no, you talking I'm about? totally not. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I, I think that it's a real, um, oh, I don't know the word. It's just very, very useful to be able to be comfortable with like not worrying if you're not doing the same thing, you know, five years later. Oh, and it doesn't ever mean that you can't go back to the oh, thing you were man. doing. Right? Wow. You made me feel so good with that. Thank you. Really? I believe yeah. it. I mean, I, I try yeah. to remind myself of that all the time, but like, I, don't I feel know. very you guilty. Cried. I feel really? very guilty because it was such a big part of me and people expect me. The thing is, is like, I need to make more content mostly so people can see how much I've changed and I've grown mm. as mm-hmm. both a person, but also as like in my personality, I think I'm becoming more of who I was always meant to be mm-hmm. because I'm starting to give fewer fucks as I get, o- give, get older. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I don't care about looking yeah. stupid or sounding stupid or looking silly. Cause if I wasn't those things, I'd be boring. I was yeah, focused exactly. on trying to please everybody, but you know what everybody is has to use, but is not passionate about toilet paper. If you want to appeal <laughs> to everybody, your toilet paper, nobody is passionate I- about you. 
I am very you passionate about not wrong? having shitty toilet paper because <laughs> shitty toilet paper is the yeah. worst. You can be really not like shitty, paper. like you wiped it on your ass yeah, yeah, yeah. and you got shit on it, shit but on like it, yeah. like the thin one ply toilet oh, yeah, paper. No, no oh, one likes no. that. No, no, but it's still toilet paper. I want <laughs> to be chocolate. I want to be the type of thing that people live and die by. Maybe not that. That's creepy. But you know what I mean? Connoisseurs of chocolate. Take it back. Take it back. Yeah, connoisseurs totally. of chocolate or connoisseurs yes. of coffee. They, yes. they they consume it once a day, twice a day, a couple times a week, but they enjoy their life every second that they consume it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do for people. I want to be a type of person uh, that they can follow and they feel like their life is so much better for having shared a moment of it with me. Because I feel that way about them. That's how I feel. I don't even understand it. You just... And if it's like your mission, you follow that Mm -hmm. and whatever form it takes where you can best accomplish that in a season of your life. That's what you do. Right. This is for anybody. I'm not saying this to you, like fucking figure out your mission and follow it. Yeah. I want it to be more than just content though. I want to actually do something. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's like giving the capital. I want to invest. I want to really build things. Yeah. uh, Important things. I I look up to LeBron James and Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. Like all these people were at the top of their actual game, but they saw that that was only temporary and that their legacy Mm -hmm. is about helping other people. You make a life Mm -hmm. by what you get, but you make a, you make a living by what you get, but you make a life by what you give. Right. And so I'm trying to figure out that balance because these student loans, girl, come on. Look, I, the best moms. decision I ever made, I was going to uh, go to Northwestern or NYU, and I got uh, a full ride to my state school's theater program. Hey, and I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. You. I just was like, this, I probably should do that, right? I had no idea good that, how important that was going to be. Oh, good move. Good move. Good move. Thank God. I, hey. I, oh, I just, I need to. It's like what we were talking about in the pod in, in earlier in the pod is like having to build everything. I think I'm just kind of like in this state where I'm you ever play Pokemon? Mm, no, I actually have never played it, but I've watched oh, people man. play it. All right. So for all the Pokemon players, the Pokemon trainers, <laughs> the Poke trainers out there, I feel like a metapod. I'm just using Harden and I'm just taking a beating. And then I use Bide and I just take all the hits and then three turns later, pow! I hit him with a, I hit him with it three times more, three times more powerful than the hits I took. So yes. I'm just trying to come back stronger uh, in this new season. I'm really, I'm very thankful that you said it like that because that really yeah. means so much to me. I thought there was something mm. wrong with me that I didn't want to do content like I used to, you know, that I wanted nope. to learn guitar and learn other things. Right. Yeah. And, uh, nope. Keep yourself happy first, right? Not not what everybody else needs from you. Then you have magic.